What is good, everybody? This is Michael Sakand, founder and CEO of Our Future. We are the go-to business podcast and media brand for Gen Z, producing the best business interview content on the internet for you. And today is Our Future's one-year anniversary, and I couldn't be more hyped for this moment, going from quarantine idea to a 140-plus episode podcast with thousands of listeners per week, with content that's created millions of views and impressions and beyond grateful, really grateful for every single one of you guys who comes out, shows up and listens in every week and supports the vision for this podcast and the vision for our future. So today we're doing a one year anniversary mishmash. And on this call, I'm joined with some friends and family and team members who have rode with me on this journey to the moon. And we will be reflecting on the growth and journey of the podcast and everything that it has brought to the world and my journey going from just an idea to something, a brand and a, something of substance in the world. So who am I joined by? Here are the guests of this podcast, the special features in the order that they appear. My mom, Catherine Dunn, my dad, Shiv Sakand, two of my best friends, Jonah Rubin and Matt Coaches, my girlfriend, Peyton Khan, Sia Anand, head of communications at Our Future, and Jimmy Sikorevsky, digital product manager at Our Future. Let's get after it. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'd like to invite my mom up to the stage, and it's her birthday today. So why doesn't everybody unmute to start off and just, we'll sing my mom a happy birthday, even though this podcast is dropping on Friday, we're recording on Tuesday, spoiler alert. So why don't you tell, tell me, mom, like, what do you, what have you thought of this journey and, and what have you thought of this brand? I mean, what did you think of it in the early days and like, how did you kind of reflect on it as it, I kept going? I thought it was the most perfect um, thing for you to do because you are the most personable and social and um, uh, conversationalist that I've ever known. Um, in Hawaii, we'd go on, on vacation and, and it'd be, where's Michael? And he'll be somewhere and he'd come back or sitting in the hot tub with someone and talking for hours and then he'd come back and say yeah he works at a gas station in Indianapolis or something and anybody it doesn't matter whether they were a CEO or whether they were uh, you know a gas station attendant he was interested and he was a really amazing motivational listener um, which is a great skill to have and so for this kind of work it was perfect um, and the dedication and the hard work Gosh, it just blew me away. Um, you know, he would be up before me and I'm up early and uh, and he'd still be working late at night uh, on this thing. So it was just it was just amazing. And listening to it was just made me so proud. And then, you know, knowing knowing what it is to to take a bad situation, a challenging situation and making it and make it the make the best out of it you possibly can that's resilience that's that's that, that's a brilliant skill to have going forward in life so i was very very proud of you michael i'm still out you also inspire me with your hard work you know you have four dogs to look after you're managing a COVID household as well as doing your master's so your hard work also inspired me mom um, and you enabled this you all you got me my first microphone so thank you i love you very much and happy birthday um, thank you so much Thank you, Mom. Um, so, Dad, you were the second ever episode of Our Future. Do you remember that? I do remember it. Do you remember? We, we did multiple takes. The, we sat inside the car in the garage. Yeah, we did. We did multiple takes because the first take you thought that you that you were you wanted to edit it a little bit. And then we we ended up arriving at what we thought was the best one. 
which was funny. Yeah, it was it was funny. Um, we were trying to, you know, find the right balance of you know entertainment pitch. So uh, right, yeah, I, I do remember. It seems it seems like a, an age ago, Michael. A lot of people have told me how much they enjoyed that episode. You're such a great communicator um, about storytelling. You know, the, this vision for Draco. So a very inspirational business guy right here. And it was uh, it was great to have you on. Well, I think you know. Um, what's what's been good is you know the the talent that you've you know been able to get onto your show and i've actually enjoyed some of the insights from you know some of the you know the leaders if not many of them um to learn how they scaled and through that businesses or how they actually ended up you know uh you know in that business a lot of them came from left field right um and uh, different, you know, vocations before finding their own, um, which is, you know, um, I guess in direct contrast to me, because I've always known, you know, what, you know, direction I wanted my career to go in. So um, being an engineer and starting out in engineering at a very young age, um, it's always been, you know, engineering projects that I've been involved in. And it's been very interesting to hear how a lot of these business folks didn't really have a clue about business. Yeah. <laughs> what they to do. And then, you know, in some ways, you know, found a passion or stumbled upon something that they were good at that they didn't know that they were good at. So I think that was, that was uh, interesting. Yeah. You know, it's the question I ask at so many, you know, these founders I say, what did you envision yourself doing at my age? It's so wildly different from what they ended up doing. And it's so cool that even as you, as you know, a business guy in your like fifties and you're older, like you still appreciate that part of the show and, and emphasizing the circuitous nature of careers. So uh, thank you so much, dad, for sharing. It's an absolute honor to have you on the podcast um, for the second time um, and to uh, be inspired by you as an entrepreneur um, and building this brand. So thanks so much, dad. Appreciate it. Love you. Hey, thanks, Mike. It was great to be here. Next up, I think I'll go with uh, Jonah just because I've known him for the third longest amount of time in this group. Um, man, what a ride, right? I think, well, what was your initial idea when I I told you, right? Where I think we got out of the car, right? I was like, I'm doing this. We were, we were walking on the beach and you're like, I have, I have this idea. I'm going to start a podcast. Um, I I was excited, honestly. I mean, you know, we, we had been bored. We weren't doing anything. Um, we were just running. You, we were just running, um, but you took it way farther than I ever thought it would go, if I'm being honest. Um, you got, I mean, obviously, you know, we started small, but you got really some really cool people on the podcast. And I've always been amazed that you keep finding these big names. And I just think it's really cool what you've done. I mean, that was the best part, right? We just keep whipping out these like crazy guests. And everyone would be like, yo, what the hell? I mean, um, if anything, you know, even if our future hasn't truly encapsulated the globe yet, it's had a profound impact on those that in my own network, right? And, you know, you were original producer of the show and showed me how to edit the podcast on Adobe Audition. Your dad um, set me up on the pod. So like, you know, couldn't have done it without you in those early days. Um, I mean, do you think that the theme that we explored in that those first conversations still holds true? Do you think that, do you think that it changed? Like, what, what do you think? Um, I think you're, your purpose to just explore these people's stories has remained pretty constant. I think you've gotten better at, um, you know, which questions to ask and what people find more interesting, um, as you, as you should, as you've had, you know, so many conversations with some of the most interesting people in the world. Um, 
but I think you yourself is you st- you stayed pretty constant in um I know your own abilities and uh um yeah I think it's been great well it was great to have you as my one quarantine friend that I'd hang out with during that time and I don't think my mom even knew that we were running on the beach which is no I think it was she was really upset yeah she was upset that we were running on the beach together but uh (laughs) you know we we had faith that uh you know we didn't have it and uh yeah it was an uncertain time but it was a lot of fun thank you thank you for your early belief and your early help and uh yeah man from kindergarten to now you know we'll forever be uh forever be friends i hope so i guess next up i'll bring i'll bring matt yeah if if you guys didn't if you guys didn't see on instagram matt was like kind of the primary model in our future merch drop he is rocking very prominently the t-shirt now and the same one on the website so go check out ourfuturehq.com slash merch to pick up some because it's a you want to rock this brand on your body. It's a testament to uh, what, what was your initial impression of our future? I mean, what did you think of it? Like kind of when did I, do you remember when I first told you about it? I mean, what, what, let's go back to that time. Yeah, no, I definitely remember. I mean, at, at that point in quarantine, we were, we were probably talking on the phone every other day at least and, and just catching up on what we've been doing. And I remember you dropping the idea and I, I remember even prior to COVID, we had kind of had the idea. Um, was it, uh, who yeah. was it that started You're not wrong. Ross? We were talking about- it was Zach was Walls, Jack? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Zach Walls and, and Jack. And they had started a podcast, you know, really just for fun, kind of for their own enjoyment and to, and to share within their own networks. And so I remember that was always something, but then you approached me with that idea uh, during quarantine. And, and I remember you said to me, it was so opportunistic. You said, I think I can get high quality, very influential business leaders to be on this podcast because like me, they're sitting at home now. They don't have the commute. They don't have all the the other things that go into their normal non-COVID lives. And they have a little bit more dispensable free time that hopefully you know, I could convince them with the the Michael Sakan charm and a, and a cold email to contribute a little bit of that extra time to, to have a conversation with me. And I'll be honest, too, when you first, you know, mentioned having a podcast, of course, I thought it was a great idea. But I thought it was it was like our friends, our colleagues and Ross had done. Of it would just be, you know, really for your own networks and kind of your own personal enjoyment a pet project. As much as you love talking to people, it's just something that you would enjoy doing with the free time that you had being in quarantine during COVID. Uh, but I've just been beyond amazed at, at what you've taken, that initial idea, that initial seed, that initial opportunity that you seized uh, from COVID and, and just everything that was going on in the world and blossoming this into a, a larger st- strategic vision and, and just delivering value to so many people and so many different audiences. So. Mm. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you, Matt. Um, you know, you're just so loyal. You're um, one of my best friends and uh, you're always standing by my side. Literally, um, I'm lucky to have you as a friend and, um, you know, it's been great to have you support me along this journey wholeheartedly and um, without waiver. So thank you, bro. I really appreciate it. And um, all right. Um, I guess I'll bring up Peyton next, um, who Matt actually introduced me to. Um, which is funny enough. I still remember how much you begged me 
to like introduce you to you you had your eye on her for sure <laughs> and begged me like yeah you were the gatekeeper you were the gatekeeper eventually i put the put the two of you together so peyton how are you i'm good a little nervous i have some notes how are you she's got notes she's got she's got notes for the one year anniversary you gotta you gotta love that you gotta love that um peyton i think you said that you because we were friends like we weren't dating obviously when i started the podcast but like we were friends um and you you like listened to it over the summer like you saw me launching it like kind of what did you think yeah so i remember listening to the very first episode and i thought wow this is really cool but i never would have expected it to grow into what it did um i think for me it's really inspiring to see you do something different and something that you're passionate about um rather than kind of following this set path. And I think that no matter where you take our future, um, you've learned so much from the past year and what's to come. I also think that on our trip to Palm Springs, we kind of got a new perspective on it. Um, Matt was there as well as our other friend, Leah, and we'd been supporting the podcast from far away, but to see all the work that goes in behind the scenes, we really um, realized like how much you, um, care about this brand and what it means to you and just seeing how you light up when you have a new idea or land a new guest um, shows that when you find something that motivates you it shouldn't have to feel like work I think when I was working on it I, there was a part of me that like you know was like oh you know I, I hope I'm impressing Peyton you know with my with my podcast <laughs> if that's you know the 2021 way to attract women I mean, it might be having a podcast yeah so, uh, very impressive Sia, I think I'll bring you up next. You found our future via uh, like Instagram. Like how did you find our future? Yeah. So um, like early July, um, summer of 2020, I found our future on my Instagram explore page because it was tagged with like hashtag business. And um, then I followed you and I started, you know, listening to your podcast, watching your feed. Um, and then in September-ish, because my, so I'm in, I'm a senior in high school and we didn't have school in person. Everything was virtual. So I was like, I need something to fill the time now. Um, so I reached out to you because you were a startup and that was very clear. And I was like, Hey, I'm Sia. I'm interested in business. And, you know, I gave a little summary of who I am, how I'm passionate about business and blah, blah, blah. And immediately you were like, okay, sounds good. Like, let's get on a call. Let's you know, let's meet, let's figure out um, your role here. And that's kind of just how it started. And I think I was hesitant to meet with you. I was like, oh, I have so much on my plate. Like, why do I even want to bring on an intern? And then I was like, okay, I want you to put every bit of content on the website. And I was like, you can do this over the course of like two weeks. And you did it the next day. And that's when I was like, oh my God, this is a perfect startup, like intern employee number one. I was like, got it. And then I was able, we, we did some crazy outreach together. Remember when I, we were always around to text you like, oh, we got the CMO of Chipotle. Remember that? That was crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, what do you see for the brand? Like, what do you see for it going forward, being so integral to, uh, you know, our week-to-week -week operations and being involved in so many different ways? I don't think that there is a brand like this out there. And I think that's why it's so special. It's going to be like a mix of like Morning Brew and Barstool and, you know, 13 other companies. And, you know, it's just going to keep growing. And, you know, people in this in this call have already um, reiterated it. But, you know, it's really just you and how passionate you are about this. And you just keep coming up with new ideas on how to make it better better and bigger. And 
it's just going to keep growing. So I don't think that there really is like a blueprint or anything that I don't think we can even see what's going to come in the next week. I think that this is just kind of going off whatever happens. It means a lot that you've, you have that much belief. Um, you've always had belief. We, we've, we've come such a far away. We have a more bigger team. We have way more followers. You know, we've done you know, hundreds of thousands of views on TikTok, for example, since you started, you know, doing, putting that into my head. Um, and it's been amazing to have you on, Sia. You're a true human Swiss Army knife. So thank you for believing in this podcast and treating it like a startup. You know, it's not every day that someone's podcast is considered like something to join um, in that way, but you did, and it means a lot. Thank you. You're the best. Thank you for giving me a chance. <laughs> Jimmy, last but not least, before we wrap with some closing remarks. Um, save the best for last. Yeah, save the best for last. Jimmy is a... Jimmy is the, the written, a man of the written word, but we'll try to get some insights out of him here. Jimmy, when you first applied to our future to write our newsletter, you did this crazy damn good job of your sample. It was like insane. I was blown away. How did, like, why did you think this was a cool opportunity? Like, how'd you find out about it? Um, so I was sort of in the same situation as you. I was home for a semester. Um, a lot of my friends got apartments off campus and I was sort of just stuck at home and I had nothing to do. I found it on Instagram through a buddy I knew at Michigan and he posted it on his Instagram story saying this podcast needs writers and I've always had a little secret passion for writing and uh, just sort of worked out that way. Yeah, it was damn good. You and Sia have both, it's been amazing to watch both you guys progress with your writing skill and your storytelling abilities. But the biggest thing I've learned is probably being flexible. Like I joined as a newsletter newsletter writer, and now I'm doing Instagram content. I'm doing LinkedIn content, Twitter content too. Um, but yeah, that's like the biggest. Just being flexible is the biggest thing I've learned. Who's anybody got a favorite episode? Favorite one they can point to? I really like the Sea Geek one, but I think I'm biased because I like David's blogs. No, I'm biased, but I did really like that interview. He's a crazy cool guy. Yeah, go check it out. It's uh, early hundreds. Yeah, I think it's like 113. Yeah, yeah, you got it. It's 113. I liked Beyond Meat and Impossible because I am a proud, a proud uh, pescatarian who hasn't eaten meat now for a year and a half, and. Um, and I really liked, uh, I love seeing um, their brand next to, um, in the animal section, which I know was, was what they wanted to kind of have it as a, as a meat alternative, not in a, not in a weird health section that, that many people wouldn't go to. So, so I'm a huge fan of those and I'm uh, forcing everyone to, to eat that stuff regularly and it's fabulous. So I love both of those. More of that stuff. Chuck, Chuck Muth to the moon. Chuck, if you're listening, man, you're the man. That was so funny. I brought on the CFO of Impossible Foods and this cheaper officer beyond me within two weeks, I think it was. Go back and listen to those episodes, 30 and 40. I mean, even if the businesses have regressed, you have to figure out, you know, what the roots of them are. So go and check that out. Who's next? I can go. I would say it's a tie between the Chipotle episodes and Spikeball. So for you, those of you who don't know, well, you don't know, uh, Peyton connected me to the founder of Spikeball. It was uh, crazy. It was one of our coolest episodes for sure. So thanks for that, Peyton. And the, the Chipotle one, yeah, we all know you're a Chipotle monster. 
it wasn't technically an episode, um, but the opportunity of talking to um, that guy from Pixar, uh, I had a really good time. Um, oh, it wasn't yeah. recorded. It wasn't recorded, so no one else has heard it. But um, that was a really fun experience for me personally, um, and I love all, all, most of your or all of your episodes. I think they're all really fun. So Jay Ward, we uh, he's big guy behind Cars, uh, the Cars franchise, and we brought him up, brought him into. Uh, kind of a private our future showing where the team a few team members got to meet him so that was cool what about you jimmy um mine are the chipotle ones and i really like the stock x ones i think mm. that one just like yeah and you wrote that piece on stock x that was a newsletter you wrote yep. yeah for for your sample sick mm-hmm. and remember uh jimmy we got to tell everyone to subscribe to our future newsletter our slash newsletter if you want some really good written business content in our future signature voice? Um, I don't think I have a specific favorite. There's just so many of them I enjoyed. Um, so can't really, you know, single one out. I just, you know, it was the culmination of hearing, you know, lots of different, you know, executives speak and hearing their insights that that was cool for me. So, um, you know, I enjoyed many of them. Yeah, no, I'd say um, a couple of them really like Chipotle. Uh, Paul Vogel was that his name, the CFO yeah. of Spotify. That was a really interesting one, learning about uh, just the music and, and kind of the streaming entertainment industry from that. Uh, Dave Brandon was a really interesting episode, just had some really diverse um, experience across you know, food at Domino's or, or retail when he was with Toys R Us. So I thought that was a very interesting one. Um, and then I might be a little biased in this one, uh, but our, our boy, Dan Kellogg, I thought that was just a, a fun special. And it, and it showed too that business is, is a lot about life lessons too. It's not just about the true kind of business aspect of something, but business also encompasses a lot about your life and your purpose and, and what you want your career and your family life to be an et cetera. So I, I do think Dan really encapsulated that. And that was a, a really fun uh, yes. serendipitous conversation that we had there in, in Palm Springs. And that was fun to, to watch it happen and then be able to, to listen to that episode too. Just to wrap up again, guys, thank you so much for spending uh, your Tuesday evening with me. My mom on her own birthday came here and sat to, to take the time. So happy birthday again, mom. Absolutely love you. And, all your support of me and um, miss you a lot coming back for Mother's Day. So um, thank you, everybody. The future is really exciting. Um, definitely going to be releasing more content about kind of what I'm thinking about the future of the brand. Uh, there's a lot been going on, a lot of thoughts in my head about potentially expanding our team of creators all the way to making a bit more of a focus on YouTube. Um, so there's a lot of like exciting stuff in the cut. Um, especially as I have this whole summer unadulterated to work on this with the team. So more than excited about the future of our future at one year in, um, honestly, it just brings so much emotion to me that I, you know, I wouldn't believe myself if I said and pointed to myself a year after, um, where I'd be now with a hundred over 140 interviews that changed my life. And this, this has been the best year of my life. Um, so many good things have come to me and I can't wait for the future ones to come. Living the dream, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here for our future's one year anniversary. It means the world to have each and every one of you 
who have supported this podcast, whether you've listened to the last one episode or the last 140, it means everything that you've been along for the journey, you're supporting it. And as always, I'm going to ask you if you could leave, please leave our future review on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way to grow downloads. And as always, I want you all to stay frosty. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. Peace out.